It's Song Talk Radio. Welcome to Song Talk Radio, the show with songwriters talking to other songwriters about the craft of songwriting. We share tips, tools, and techniques, and together we all become better at writing songs. I'm your host, Neil Modi, and with me, my co-host, Phil Emery. How are you doing, Phil? Phil is muted. Oh, sorry about that. That's okay. You were so you're so excited you forgot to unmute yourself. <laughs> That's true, but hopefully you can edit that out, or it'll just be a cute little thing. It'll, I think I'd rather it be a cute little thing. <laughs> okay, I'll be we, all, we all love the cute little things, but given that I have the power of the edit this week, um, I'll, we'll see what I feel like at the time. <laughs> In the meantime, please send your comments and questions to at Songtalk Radio on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram, or feedback at songtalk.ca, and we'll share your thoughts on the show. And please visit songtalk.ca to see the show post for this episode, to find links to resources we mentioned, and to download lyric and chord sheets to follow along with the songs that we feature. And uh, just before we get to uh, tonight's guest, uh, our songwriting challenge this year, um, of course, is to... Uh, Write a song in unusual mode or a mode you're not uh, familiar with, and um, we're leaving that open to your interpretation, whatever that means um, to you. And uh, of course, we have a resource page on our website, songtalk.ca. You'll see in the sidebar, uh, Songwriting Challenge 2023. Click on that. There's a bunch of videos. There's a couple of graphical, infographic type things. There's a few articles. Um, there's a lot of stuff you can, you can uh, look at and learn yourself up um, before launching into writing a song. Because I think for this one, especially, you may want to do some research if modal writing is not you know, within your wheelhouse necessarily, which I'm guessing even, even for, even for me, what I know my music theory pretty well, but like I've been saying, like I've, I've written modal songs on by accident. I've done modal interchange a lot by accident um, just because it sounded good, but I've never deliberately on purpose picked a mode and written a song in, in that mode. So that's, this is a new thing for me too. Doing things intentionally is a great way of learning as opposed to just stumbling about, which is what I've always done. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, stumbling about for the mute button, for example. <laughs> <laughs> right, Phil? <laughs> yes, in fact, I've even unmuted even when I'm laughing. Yes, exactly. Okie dokie. And um, tonight, uh, we are happy to welcome the return of indie soul artist Jeremy Voltz. And here's a little taste of his new song, Miracles. Take my place. I'm not staying I won't fall Cause I believe in miracles Yeah, I believe in miracles See my face Keep on praying What did you I believe in miracles There's no time to think about it Won't hold back at all Cause I believe in miracles Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh, oh. 
burned out mathematician turned indie soul artist. Jeremy Voltz's music is inspired by thinking deeply about the people in his life and what he'd love to have the courage to say to them. Reminiscent of Jeff Buckley, Hosier, and Stevie Wonder, he has a voice that is powerful and haunting. As a vocalist, Voltz has toured the UK, Italy, Japan, Mexico, and across the US and Canada. His lyrics are universal and heartfelt, and his songs have been featured in film and television. His acoustic anthem, One Day at a Time, has garnered millions of worldwide listeners and inspired a successful children's book. His debut full-length album, Weekender, just won Album of the Year at, on, at the Ontario Folk Music Awards. Jeremy is releasing his second full-length album throughout 2023 with the help of Factor. Welcome back to Song Talk Radio, Jeremy Voltz. It's good to be back. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for coming on the show again, and uh, congratulations on your uh, on your award with the um, who was it with again? Yeah, it was uh, the Ontario Folk Ontario Music, Folk Music Awards. Uh, awesome. Yeah, thanks. It was a it was a complete shock, and then I had to give a speech, but I didn't prepare one because I was sure I wasn't going to win, and uh, it was a it was a whole thing. It was great. <laughs> Always be prepared with a speech. I just never yeah, it was not. <laughs> was was the was the work especially folksy? Because I don't really think of. Your stuff is being folksy. Um, that album was, yeah, more more folky because it was. Um, so that album it was my first album. It, so here is the the whole overview. The song you just heard, "Miracles," is off an upcoming album, and I've been working on that album with uh, my producer friend Oliver in Montreal for since like 2018. Um, and then COVID hit, and it, we couldn't. I couldn't really go to Montreal uh, to continue working on this. And I was, I was sort of bored, um, as we all were, and my band was around, um, and recording at home and stuff. So, uh, I kind of made an album in the middle of making an album. Um, and that album was way folkier. It was the stuff that my band's been playing for years, uh, very organic album. Um, and it was awesome and, um, really happy with it. And yeah, one, it won album of the year, which was great. Oh, that's fantastic. You're very, um, you're very versatile then you're very you open to different styles i'm sure they all sound like jeremy volt songs the dna is still the same i appreciate that i um i don't ever feel that way and i'm it's a blessing it's a curse more than it's a blessing in like what what who am i yeah uh, you know that's very it's very hard as an artist well uh, that's, such I, a good, that's such a good question because you know you can do everything that sounds exactly like the same which in some ways gives people exactly what they want but then you don't want to be too stale it's hard to find that that balance yeah. you know and and what's interesting like i like working with other people like miracles i worked with oliver on um that was the first song we did together and i loved it because he surprised me uh and the things he added were surprising and we came up with surprising stuff it's like ooh, this you know this gives me chills on my spine there's a new sound i've never heard this i, I want that mm -hmm. to be in the world but then it's like, well, if you're always chasing what surprises you, you never sound like what you've done before, uh, which is interesting. Yeah, and 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 as as musicians, as producers, as as music people, like workers, as such, we don't like to label ourselves. We don't like to put ourselves in these particular boxes and say, "I'm a folk artist," or "I'm an R and B artist," or "I'm this and that and the other." And you want to be flexible enough. But yeah, but I think yeah, I think fans kind of have expectations too. <laughs> It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So tell us a little bit about um about miracles. How did how did the songwriting uh, process go on this? Yeah, so um I did this program called this is going to be a longer story of the the sure. world of miracles. Um 
I did this artist entrepreneurship program at a place called Canada's Music Incubator. It's in Toronto uh, and awesome organization. It's like an eight week course. And I did this in 2018. And there was this guy from Quebec, from Montreal, Oliver Charles there. And I was like, I don't think I like this guy. He's like so attractive. He works out all the time. He's like a pop star kind of guy. I'm like, he's not, I'm, I'm the nerdy math D and D guy. Uh, you know, it was like, I don't think we have anything in common, but at the, on the last day and we, we like talked a bit, but, um, on the last day he was like, Hey, I'm playing a festival. Why don't you come open for me in Quebec and, uh, stay on my couch and maybe we'll like work on some music. And I was like, man, like a week with this guy. I don't know. Like, I don't know if I like this guy, you know, like that's oh, a week on his couch. I was like, screw it. I'm not doing anything else. Let's try it. Uh, you know, how bad could it be? And, uh, and like, we got along so well. And he, he was like, he's like, I want to try like a darker sound with these. He's like, he's like, you're doing this folk stuff. It's cool. But like, you've got this like grit to your voice that I think would be really fun. Um, and so miracles is the first song we did. And we listened to the demo at the end of that week and we were like, man, we got to make more music. This is crazy. Like I've never really heard anything like this before. Um, I just felt like it was so original and new. Um, and so we, we, did a full album over that time, but miracles was the start of it. And the song is about, you know, we kind of, he's, he's a pop guy. So he broke me out of my songwriting habits, which I have many of, you know, just, just even the beginning of that song, it's like blind, like take my place. And then nothing. I'm not staying. Nothing like, like, I don't do that. I fill with lyrics, right? You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, boom, lyrics, lyrics, lyrics. Um, and he's like, yeah, just get like, give it space, let the instrumental bloom. And it's like, oh man, cool. So are, are you generally a lyrics guy first? And in this case, Oliver came up with music bed first. Is that? Yeah, it, it was interesting. I'm, I'm all over the place, but usually I'm lyrics and melody at the same time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I want, and I, I wait to go to an instrument as far as possible because it's like if you can sing it in the shower and it's catchy without any instruments or anything then it's good mm -hmm. um, so i'm usually melody and lyrics first but this one so what was interesting is he was like play me some demos you know um what do you what do you got and i played some things and actually the song that inspired miracles i probably played at song talk the song talk meetup at the transact i think i okay. did mm -hmm. um you know freaking in 2000 17 or 16 or something like that yeah. um, and i played him that demo and he's like okay yeah this is all not great but this part of the song is really good you know it was like this pre-chorus in that demo um he's like that's great and then and then so we sort of used that to then build the instrumental around it and then started crafting lyrics on top of it which is interesting i actually dug up that that demo which is neat um <laughs> I, could, I could maybe play it uh <laughs> That's a great suggestion because sometimes if we, you know, we write a song and we love it and sometimes you have a certain part that's really, really good, but frankly, the rest of the song is really weak. Yeah. So take the part that's great, blow out that weak stuff and then just write a new song that reflects that great stuff. And I think that's how you get great songs, you know, just exactly. because if you have a great chorus and a weak verse then do different verses, you know? Yeah. Oh yeah. Always rewrite it. Cause you can always go back to what you had before. Um, but, but also it's like having that other person too. Um, cause you know, you're close to it when you've written something, you're close to it and you're like, yeah, I, I think I do like that. And you're like, well, no, you don't, but you've, you're used to it. Or, or, or you like it for different reasons that, that maybe aren't as 
clear-cut and obvious to another listener or to and and by virtue of that to generally anybody else. Yes, exactly. Yeah. It's it's a real trap to fall in when you like something because you're proud of it. Um mm-hmm. you're like, "Oh, that was really clever." You know, like, "Oh, that turn of phrase or like that way of saying that." And it's like, "Yeah, but that doesn't mean it's good. That doesn't mean it's <laughs> compelling to somebody else." You know what I mean? Yeah. Like um that and so that's also really hard. Well, and 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 that's a whole other bigger question. Like, who are you writing for? Are you writing to please yourself first? Are you writing to please your producer? Are you writing to please your fans? Are you writing to get new fans? Yeah. Or are you you writing to to everyone so everyone hates it? <laughs> like, what's, like and, and every for? every song's sort of different, right? Uh, sometimes you start it and you're like, this one's just for me, and nobody else will like this. Um, you know, it 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 depends on the song. Some songs you're like, you write a few lines and you're like this is timeless and universal and this will be for the world and everyone will love this. And I've got to, mm. I've got to make it that, um, I feel like the song sort of lets you know, as you start writing it generally what it wants to be. And, but this stuff, we, you know, when Oliver and I were writing, we were just like children playing in a playground. Like we didn't think about anyone else. It was just, it was just us like delighting each other with cool musical ideas, um, which is fun. That's so fun. And you can hear the fun that we had in the track. So, so, so the little germ of an idea he pulled from your demo, the pre-chorus part, was that, was that just the melody? Was it the lyric? What, what was it about it that, that you so pulled I'll, out? I'll, I'll pull it up. Uh, this is, tell me if you can hear this. This is so, don't judge this. This is like 2016 Jeremy learning to use like logic, right? Uh, but like, can you hear this? So that's the idea. Okay. It's like a weird eighties synth wave kind of a yeah. thing. Um, and what we, so drowning one, in reverb, drowning in reverb. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and okay, let's see. Can you hear the piano? So there, but there's this repeating thing. This like, and that, um, he was like, can you play that on guitar? And if you listen to Miracles, that's like sort of the main... It, it's the main bed of everything, yeah. But on acoustic I'm guitar. Yeah. So we took that. Um, and then there's this uh, this like pre-chorus that he was like, that's great. Uh, here. Uh, here, I think. Uh, where? I'll find it. I'll find it. There's no time to think about it. Just that much, like the there's no, and he's like, oh man, if we actually punch those, like we make those punchy, like dun dun dun, but dun dun dun, I won't hold back at all. Uh, so we just kept sort of building on that, and that's all we took from that song, mm. uh, and completely scrapped everything else. Yeah. Which wow. is cool. Yeah, it's 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 neat. That that was probably the first time that I really like completely Frankenstein something like that. Uh, yeah. And and when you do it, when you do it, you're like you 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 kind of question it. It's like, is this is this right? Is this gonna be good? Is this gonna work? 
and and then you you're in the back of your mind you go I can always go back right but you just you push it forward and then you almost have to come back to it you almost have to like come back to it a couple of days later enough time for you to forget the original song and then appreciate what you've done new for its well, own sake <laughs> what helped what, what I think what helped was like me being like oh, I don't really like this song that I've done I was like you know this is the I I tried a thing and I'm like it's not great and then for Oliver to be like oh you know what actually that part's really cool um and I was like Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe that part is really cool. You know, like you don't believe it until somebody else kind of like. But, but that's still your interesting question. Like when you sat down with him and he said, show me some demos, you picked a song you didn't like. You took a production you didn't like. Yeah. Well, at that time I was, I was really early in my career. I didn't have a lot of songs. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, there, I probably had a folder of like 10 things and some of them were I was cringy a little bit um but that's what you know that's what you have when you're first starting out and you haven't recorded much yeah uh, okay mm -hmm. so okay so so then in building the rest of it then like because like on, on your lyric sheet available at santa.ca on the show post uh, folks um on your lyric sheet you you both of you are credited as as writers yeah um, yeah so, so we was the wrote it, split like? it 50 50 um, on that which is kind of the nashville split style yeah um yeah and then he produced it and he was a fledgling producer at the time um and he kind of like geared up for this and just knocked it out of the park he has um he just has better ears than i do like i'm like yeah that sounds fine and he's like mm. he's like I'm placing it over here this much reverb like dialing it in he's just like a technician and like he can just hear better than i can um so it was awesome working with him and, and like sometimes i just be like should i leave you alone and he's like yeah and then he'd just take like two hours in a dark room by himself and just like make it sound amazing uh while i would just like go out and read a book <laughs> but you know that's the way that's the way things used to be you had the artist who would go in and do the artist and then you had the mixer and the producer who would do the mixing and the producing and there's that division of of labor and a division of skill and if you can make use of that because Jeremy, you're probably better spent time writing music and performing yeah. as opposed to, oh, I can learn how to mix. Well, you can, but, you know. I, I since have, because, um, and and I've done now like commercial work and jingles and stuff like that. And I'm I'm good now at producing, but back then I was not, as you heard from that terrible well, and, and it's also the job of a good producer to to get a good performance from the artist. And he was, he's amazing at that. Like, and it, it wouldn't have worked with other people but like there were some lines where we probably did 20, 30 takes and he was so particular with the placement and he was just having fun playing around with my voice. Cause like, I'm like primarily a vocalist. That's, that's my thing. Um, and so I love a challenge when he's like, can you, can you do it like this? And it's like, yeah, I can do it like that. Uh, and so we would just really like, he'd really push me, uh, where, and, and, and I like loved that. Nobody's ever done that. Usually you get into a session, do a few takes. People are like, sounds great. Yeah, I love it. Um, but he'd be like, yeah, it's good. But like, wh what about this? Um, and I, I, I loved that process. So, so what about the rest of the song? Like you, you said, the verse is not something you would have written had you not collaborated exactly. with, with Oliver, right? So how did that work? And then the, um, the chorus is to me like the, hook of this song is it's super weird um mm -hmm. yeah, can we can we talk some music theory stuff yeah that's uh, cool um i am not a piano player but um it's interesting because so the song is in e flat minor you mm -hmm. hear that um cool. yeah because i was trying to figure it out earlier today and i was like yeah e flat minor yeah uh so it's e flat minor and the chorus goes and and 
so it's interesting because if I play this on acoustic guitar, here are the chords I play in the melody I sing. So, oh, and then this line is weird, which is uh, I play C diminished chord over that, and then B, uh, B flat seven. For the re resolve. So, yeah, so you got this E minor. Because I believe in. Um, yeah. That's you, so you're, really, you're really departing to a strangely other place before you come back to home. Yeah. Home oh, yeah. Yes. With the, with the but, B flat. And, but, but was, so what's interesting is we had these chords, we had that melody, like I just, I went for a walk and came up with that chorus melody. We had a completely different chorus that was more pop and kind of like sort of what you'd expect. And then I came up with that and we were like, what is that? But, and, and I know enough, I know exactly enough music theory to after the, after I've written something, be like, okay, what did I do? Mm -hmm. Um, but I don't, I can't use the music theory to create. I can only use it to explain what I've done. Yeah. Um, yeah, which I think is the best way to be. So yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, and so we're be, like, but, yeah, yeah. And so we're like, okay, cool. Um, th you know, that's what we've done. We came up with this melody, but but we had this. There's a really like heavy distorted synth bass in that song that is doing, and, and we wrote it, and we it, so it's doing like. And then the next note, it goes here. And that note, which is on the weird chord, is a C sharp. So the bass is playing a C sharp, and the chord over it is a C diminished. Wow. It's horrible. Like, just not, these are not notes that should ever go together. Uh, you know, but, and, and, what, and what's interesting is like, and we, we realized that we were like, should the bass play with this? Like, it doesn't fit with what's above it. But this interesting thing happens where if your instrument's, sound far enough away from each other sonically yeah you know bass is really gritty and and it's a really singable line this you know like that's a nice bass line um and other things can be doing things that clash horribly but if they're if they're not sharing the same space so that you don't really hear and register that clash it can work fine and yeah. i that was a really cool lesson from that song where it's like oh yeah this this is these notes should not be together yeah uh, it works fine yeah. it, it, it reminds me of a, a songwriting challenge i did a, a several months ago as a youtuber um uh, andrew wang andrew wong yeah, I think he is. I think he is in Toronto and, and yeah. he, he posed this challenge where I forget now, I forget what it was. It was a 13 chord with a flat seven and a sharp four or something like that. But the easier way to think about it was if you're on the piano, at least uh, a major chord in the left hand and a major chord, a tone higher in the right hand. Yeah, and of course, and of course, when in his video, when he was talking about it, he demonstrated it. If he put them both in the same octave, it's a mess. But if you spread it apart one octave, it sounds like this beautiful, really rich, lush, you know, dare to say jazz chord, yeah. <laughs> but it is a jazz chord, right? And 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 his challenge was use that chord somewhere in a song where it's not the the end chord of a song, which is the way he's always heard it at the end of a end of a jazz piece. They always do. Oh, that. So needed. 
So the challenge is to use it as like a passing chord somewhere in the song. Yeah, use a passing chord, just not as not as a resolving chord, in other words, because you always heard it. Not as your in, one. Yeah. Yeah, and then yeah, pretty much not as your one. So, it so it's major on both sides, or is it major and a minor? It's major. He, 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 I think he even demonstrated like what happens if you do major and minor, and then minor and major, and minor and minor. But you know, but his his specific challenge was major major. Oh, so like okay. a C major in your left hand, a D major in your right hand, and a different part that yeah 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 nice um which, yeah, but, right. which, which if you fold the octave in a little bit then it becomes essentially like yeah. a 13 chord with some Just, accidentals yeah if they're in the played in the same octave you get that yeah which not great but yeah. that yeah. it's very yeah. So, so yeah, that's very interesting, and it's very interesting. You led from led from melody because it's the melody of that the OOOs that make it interesting and catchy. And then you you, you catch the melody first, and then I was like, wait a minute, something really weird is going on yeah. here. <laughs> and you know, we, we I grew up with in the height of like Max Martin writing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, and Max Martin does the the major to minor modal interchange like all Mm. the time like you know his songs like the the verses will be minor and then the chorus lifts to the major of that not the not the uh, the relative major but the The yeah sorry not the relative major but the actual major the the parallel yeah yeah the parallel so you get a mode interchange and so that sound i think we're just all really used to and i love that and that's yeah sort of what's happening and pop music doesn't do that anymore not very much not very often. Like mm-hmm. really mainstream pop music is a loop that's one, six, four, five more often than not, <laughs> it seems. Why don't we um listen to the whole track yeah. and then get back to it? Yeah, and listen and, and, and listen for that chorus, the OOOs, because yeah, it's a I mean, in, in terms of a chorus, it's a really simple chorus. It's OOOs. It's not a lot of lyric, but yeah. but theoretically and, and melodically and chord stuff, it's it's really, really uh fascinating. <laughs> One thing to also listen for is how few repetitions there are. There's there's very few repetitions in this song. Like a lot of pop music, you know, they'll they'll mm. re- repeat, you know, they'll have one, you know, uh, melody A, and then melody B, then melody C is really melody A, you know, that kind of repetition. There's mm. almost no repetition in this song at all. It's really mm. interesting. Yeah. Okay, here we go. Miracles. Take my place. I'm not staying. I won't fall because I believe in miracles. I believe in miracles See my face Keep on praying well, Did you call? Cause I believe in miracles Yeah, I believe in miracles There's no
short super short now, i want to ask about that you, you could have done a bridge another course after that we would have been perfectly happy <laughs> so was that was that shortness on purpose i mean did you think we needed to make it that short for you know tiktok or whatever yeah uh it's too long did, for tiktok did, yeah it's true um we did make it short because we were like well this feels this is a pop song but but actually we had it longer we had other parts to the song and then it was, was there like, a bridge this wasn't really there was sort of like a down like a, a down bridge like a middle eight kind of breakdown sort of thing um not not a harmonically different bridge like using the same ideas but just kind of like a lower energy and then we we're like no like the short and sweet thing's nice it's like it's like weird and haunting and then you're out and you're like what was that um i want to hear that again uh it's, it's a strange sonic landscape that yeah. we've created there and, and there's enough hooks in there that you want to hear it again yeah it's, it's yeah I, I i really like it and it, it gets stuck in my head in that oh, totally. it's so strange yeah <laughs> and, and even even though the feel you're saying like there's no repetition but there is I, I believe in miracles i believe in miracles comes up the end of the verse the end of the pre-chorus the middle of the chorus kind of um you know the end of the chorus. like it, it it pops up in, yeah. in, in 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 relatively predictable places actually but but yeah, like this. But the, not the, in the same way. Like even if you look at the first two or the last two lines of the verse. Yeah. Because I can believe in miracles. You would think they would go, because I believe in miracles. It seems like a, a line that you would repeat. Hmm. Yeah. But even that line is not repeated. It's you know that is the the last line is com delivered completely different. And even in the pre-course, we have that that hooky part where there's no time to think about it. I won't hold back at all. I think the tendency would be to actually repeat those two lines again. And yeah, yeah. but it be, doesn't. Yeah. No, you know, and it's like the only thing that really repeats sort of that close together is the chorus, and even that. Um, mm -hmm. And you don't like even like I because I believe in miracles isn't done that much. It's yeah, it's like I I've been wondering a lot about modern songwriting and how it is changing, and I'm wondering, you know, is the standard repetition that i grew up on is that no longer done anymore or you know it's weird well they, they're saying like you listen to the rick beato's um breakdown of spotify songs top 10 whatever there's no bridges anymore it's all kind of it's not even a verse chorus it's like chorus chorus <laughs> well i mean and rap <laughs> and like there is you know i think beginner songwriters have a habit of making songs try to do too many things it's like one like a song just needs to do one thing really well 
Um, mm. That's it. You know, it doesn't need to, you know, and even like a, even like a sort of storytelling or more kind of um, lyric based song. It's like, it doesn't have to go on a huge journey with emotional, you know, I, I was angry and now I'm sad and then I was happy, but then I got sad again. Like, you know, I mean, it, it, it should have like one clear emotional tone, generally speaking, like have one point, one purpose. Uh, and, and I think like, you know, the more we just crystallize and clarify on a song, like kind of, it's like, cool, that song does exactly that thing. And that's great. Um, yeah. Yeah, and I think I think that that that's a that's an interesting approach, and 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 actually, it is it is in a lot of ways more challenging because it's kind of easy to kind of throw everything at the wall, and 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 hopefully something sticks, you know, as opposed to I can get rid of all the like you were saying at the beginning, I can get rid of all the crap that's not so good here and just keep the really really golden stuff, and then I've found my focus for the song, whether it's a hook, whether it's a particular lyric, a particular you know guitar lick, whatever it may be. That's mm-hmm. that that's really the anchor, um, the anchor to the song. So, that, so it's it, so for you. I think I, I feel like it's. I mean, I actually, it is a number of things here. Your pre-chorus melody, you're clearly really proud of. Your your OOOs is the absolute nugget of this song, and and you only repeat it. You only repeat that section twice. You know, yeah. choruses. Most pop songs repeat three, four times. Um, so that's really cool because you leave us wanting more. Mm-hmm. Um. And and that's kind of it. So so in other words, did did you not put much much weight into the lyric writing then? Because 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 you because the, there's no time to think about it. You even played that that same line in your demo. It was literally picked from your demo, even lyric intact. Yeah. So like um, the song lyrically was interesting. It it was kind of about the that feeling where this guy invited me to stay on his couch and me being like. Yeah, like I'm I'm going to believe that this is going to go well. Um but it doesn't have to. And uh and is and is like yeah, like don't think about it, just do it. Like, you know, so that and so when we heard that and we we're like, "Oh, you know what? Actually that line like kind of applies to you being here." Mm-hmm. Um it's like, "Oh, that's cool." It's like, "Let's write about that." Like, "Let's let's write about you coming." And uh, and and I liked the idea of like and and we're as we're writing the song, we're like, "This is good." And and it was like, "This is better than it should be for two random people who don't seem anything alike to get together and write music as a first song. You know, I've done a lot of co-writing and and this was by far the most fun we'd had. And it was like, oh man, like, and so this, the idea of like a miracle, but like, like a, he, Oliver's really into sports. It's like, like miracle on ice, kind of a miracle where it's like, oh, it's a miracle that like the U S beat the Soviet union in 1980. Uh, like that sort of miracle, not a religious miracle, you know? And, and I and I really liked that use of the of the idea of a miracle, uh, and so we played with that. And then at some point, I it it we actually sort of I wrote more lyrics that were a bit like uh, kind of I don't want to say anti-religious, but like a like I don't know like a bit like trying to take that word back. And then we we're like, no, let's let's just let's smooth it out and uh, and just remove that. So yeah, it was a bit of we pushed it a little too far in that direction and then pulled it back. So it was it was a the lyrics were a bit of a compromise. It was was was. I'm curious. Was was folk Jeremy Volt's kind of like I can't have OOs in there. I need like real lyrical content. Oh God, yeah. It was if it it was against every instinct inside of me because I just <laughs> I like because because my thing you know if you if you know my song One Day at a Time it's very conversational and my lyrics mm-hmm. are just like um it, it's and they just go you know like it flows um and there's a lot of them and then for this just be like no just say a few words and then pause it was, like, it was very hard. Or yeah, in the chorus, <laughs> just not 
having words. It's like, oh, okay. Right. But what, what, again, here, here's the thing that this has come up in my mind. I actually, I think last time you were on the show, we talked about this too, this idea, and you, you were alluding to it with your focus on one idea thing, um, complexity versus simplicity, right? If you're going to have an OOOs, don't just climb up and down the major scale, mm-hmm. mutate it in the middle, do some modular modal interchange and climb down the melody in a completely different scale. <laughs> you went up it and make it melodically interesting because there's nothing in the lyric there. It's OOOs. Right? And, there's, no, and, there's no complexity. There's no depth in the lyrics. So yeah. make it make it interesting in another way. And I, and it was and it was the other way around. Like I had the melody, and then I think I probably tried to put lyrics on it. But it's oh. like, no, but but that's weird enough. You only need one surprising thing at any time. Nobody can take multiple surprising things at the same time. Mm. You know what I mean? It's like that melody is weird. Let people just receive that weirdness. You know, without stacking things on top of it. Yeah. You know, we try to do too many. And, and, if it, and if it ended up being like a synth line or you whistling yeah. or something like that, like not 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 even because OOO sounds like a sounds like a substitute word, like it could be interpreted as this was a placeholder for lyrics. But if you were to whistle it, I don't know if anyone would feel that way, that it was a, that it was a placeholder for lyrics. It was just no. an, essentially because essentially it's it's an it's an instrumental line yeah it's right it is but there's um there was something that we really liked about the vocal presence of that Mm -hmm. like there's something about the way it sounds my voice in that range and the because there's also a harmony stack there in that weird key um and so like stacking the vocals it just gave it this like sort of creepy quality you know we're going for a little bit creepy with this song um just otherworldly right um and so yeah any anything else i don't think anything other than my voice would have done it there yeah. Well, and what's great is that is a wonderful thing for the audience to um, to sing along with. And, uh, uh, you know, we the Hawkers had a song where we'd go, ooh, ooh, and, you know, we'd do that, and all the audience would be going, ooh, ooh, at the same time. It's 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 a wonderful way of bringing the audience into it. And, and I think Lauren Taggart um, who was on her show, and she mentioned that as well, you know, having, like, the ooze, it's so that people can, you know, can just go ooh 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 and, and sort of come along with a song as opposed to just being passive, which you know, if you just had complicated lyrics or complicated time signatures, it wouldn't work. Which which I feel like you have this in here because ooh ooh start on the three. Mm-hmm. The melody starts, you expect it to start on the one, but it starts on the three. And then before the chorus, you've got a two, four bar, I think, in there somewhere. <laughs> and it, the whole yeah. thing shifts, right? So you all just going to sing along, like, where did we come in? Where did we come? Oh, there it is. And you yeah. get it on the second. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's like a big, like, before the last chorus, there's a big vocal stack on the, like, oh, and the like, big major five. Cause I believe in miracles. Back to the, the minor. And I love, like that just big stack with the extra bar where you can just like sing it out is great. Yeah. I love the, cause you know, if you're in a major key or a minor key, um, you can, you can kind of do what you want with the five chord. It can yeah. be minor and that's pretty common. Right. And that, um, but I love the big major five. I, I, I feel like the major five and the minor key. I've been doing that for years. I feel like it's yeah. more common than you think. Like it's, yeah. It's it's all over the place. It's very, it, feel, very it feels very normal. like theatrical to me to do that. Well, it, I mean, and and even even music theorists say that is in a minor key, your major five is your dominant chord. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. it, it is the default dominant to go major and in, in, yeah. in, in that in that thing, right? So, yeah, absolutely. And, it, and it's also like uh, very prominent in Max Martin's writing too. Uh huh. Yeah, of course, <laughs> of course. Okie dokie. Well, I really love um, the uh, attention to detail um, 
you and and your producer <laughs> have put into this really we crammed awesome a lot stuff. really into two two minutes and 28 seconds yeah and and you know it's a and it's a big song right it's a song that you want to be like blasting at the you know highest volume that your speaker goes it's like it's just huge and we tried to make this big thing and uh uh, and it's the first, I should say, it was the first single off of what is a full-length album, um, which is very cool. So we released that single. We were really excited to, um, it got picked up by Stingray on their Canadian indie channel and uh, nice. Adult Alternative channel, which was really great. They really liked uh, that song. When, and, when, when uh, does the album drop? The album will be in September. Dropping oh, in September. September. Okay. Hey, yeah. Alert all the listeners to that. And I'm looking forward to it myself. It's going to be amazing. Okay, I think um, I think we hear the band. So that is all the time we have on Song Talk Radio. Special thanks to Jeremy Bolts. Wonderful to see you again, you, Jeremy, sir. and uh, awesome to check out your new music. Uh, where can our listeners hear more? Uh, JeremyBoltsMusic.com and Jeremy Bolts Music on Instagram, Facebook, and Spotify is and Apple Music are my big ones. How do you spell Volts? Oh, that's great. Volts, V-O-L-T-Z. Yes, it is my real name. It is German. <laughs> <laughs> of course <laughs> check out the show post we'll have uh, links uh, to, to Jeremy's stuff there and uh, we want to hear from you our listeners so please send your comments on Twitter, Facebook or Instagram to at songtalkradio or send us an email the good old fashioned way feedback at songtalk.ca um, be sure to check out our YouTube channel for live performance videos and full episodes and subscribe today to the Song Talk Radio podcast on your favorite podcast provider you can find links to all the products, books, and web services we mentioned on the show on our resources page on the website. And please join us our next monthly Song Talk Meetup. Whether you're in Toronto for our in-person meetups or anywhere in the world for our online meetups, it's free to join on meetup.com and free to attend the meetup. Bring a song and a lyric sheet and get constructive feedback from other songwriters. Stop by songtalk.ca for the link. That is where we met you oh many years ago, Jeremy. <laughs> uh, you can follow me at neilmodi.com. You can follow Phil philemory.ca and and jeremy what's what's your go-to social media is it insta yeah let's go with instagram jeremy jeremy volts music on instagram <laughs> perfect uh thanks for listening everybody be sure to stop by the website songtalk.ca to browse past shows and find out how you can be a guest thanks for tuning in and keep, keep on, on writing you did it that time yeah <laughs> sort of that was, that was very in sync nice <laughs>